Alright, here we are with Exalted Teammates, Storms of Ishao, Season 2, Episode 3. We are in July 2023. I am Peter the Storyteller, and with me we have... Hi, I'm Alpha Wolf, playing Barano Suzume, an air aspect dragon-blooded. Helix, playing Resolver Outstanding Questions, an alchemical exalt of the Star Metal cast. And Revelry, playing Krim, the Blaze Unassailable of the Lunar Exalted. Awesome, gang. So, what happened last time? We turned off the Altar of Heaven. Except for now. Yes. Well, most of it. Most of the problemy parts. Yeah, who cares about the morality system? We don't need morality. We're exalts. It's no morality it has. It, there's no faith, no dogma. I guess it's a tool. I mean, there's plenty of faith. Just different kind. No Liverpool duty here. I mean, they can all keep their faith. They don't need the, the big evil machine enforcing it. Okay. So yeah, uh, I think the last time, the last thing you guys were doing, like other than getting into the altar, was meeting with a beautiful sage Faye, was it in one of the um, tea houses in the flower district? As far as I remember, right? Yeah, that sounds right. We met with her, got the documentation we needed to fix the altar and then proceed to fix it the way we wanted to. And by we, I mean the alchemical. Yeah, uh, Rock went out in the middle of the storm, uh, reprogrammed it while nobody was watching, and the storm stopped. Mission complete. You know, you can handle your quest right now. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, what would you guys like to do next? I think we were going to talk to the Royal Censor, but I mean, if the altar is turned off, I guess. Yeah. I mean, we can go drop by the governor and get paid. Yeah. We could do that, but didn't we still want to find out what triggered the altar in the first place? Yes. Yes, yeah. we did. And we had suspicions about all sorts of government corruption, so we were going to talk to the royal censor to see if he had gathered any evidence about, I think. Yep, sounds like, sounds a, plan. like a plan. Also, I think at this moment, uh, the shipment of silver is leaving the docks, as uh, Mother Fuhan told you, so yeah. That thing's sailing away slowly. Uh, but yeah, if you want to go meet the sensor, that's the thing you can do. Rock is up for anything. He got to commune with an ancient artifact. It was very enlightening. I think the top of the list is looking like the sensor. Cool. 
Um, so uh, the sensor is also staying in the uh, flower district. He is in another tea house that's pretty close by, so it's not that much of a trek. Um, but on the way there, you see that you know as the hail that uh, from the altar is slowly went away, where clean things up and all the damage has been done is you know being slowly patched up some voluptuous woman you know stands in your path wearing some shoes made out of leeks and he she's holding a chicken that's you know she's plucking uh, you know with her bare hands just you know yelling out at you you divinities Oh, sorry, I'm very confused. What? Um, some voluptuous man in um, like kimono, or whatever, is standing in your way and just you know, calling out to you, "Hey, you divinities!" She's plucking a chicken. I'm just going to turn to her and just ask what she needs. She takes the you know pluck feathers, you know, tosses it away, and like, oh. I compel you with this god ruling invocations to grant me a singing voice. She tosses the feathers, you know, towards you guys. Oh, I think she has us confused with someone else. What do you do with the situation? Four oh four prayer response not found. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, so this working? I mean, I believe Krim might actually start walking slightly faster. Um, I'm I'm just gonna see that I if. I deal with knowledge and war. You would be better off asking a god of beauty. Or music. Well, aren't you exalted? Aren't you all-powerful? She looks like the alchemical looks most out of place here. Can't you grab me a singing voice? She plucks the poor chicken still alive. Tosses feathers out in your rock. I am a cartographer. Well, well, you know, you look like a competent fellow. Maybe you can cartographer my vocal cords in the right orientation. Give me a people singing voice. What is your current singing voice? She gives you a demonstration, and it's not that great. Despite her having a nice talking voice, she can't really sing. I am going to use my um, minor elemental manifestation thing to alter the air vibrations to sound better. Um, 
I mean, you could probably like change like the pitch or whatever of the voice thing, but she can't carry a tune on the Warfare League and so on. So I don't think, you know, any miracles of the dragons here would help. You could, you know, definitely like tune her out if you'd like. I mean, I'll at least get her in in tune. Yeah, you, you get her to like hit some notes, but it's a lot of effort. Yeah, sorry. Like I said, I I don't specialize in in music. Um, you would actually it's just ugly crying. <laughs> I was told this was gonna work, that they could compel divinities to grant you wishes. But apparently it's not working. I'll be stuck with the voice forever. No. I, I do you desire different voice than one you have? And who told you this would work? Well one of the you know people from the Incense district, they said that you know this is how you can compel gods with prayers to you know get you what you want, and you know everybody tells me that oh, I have a you know wonderful looks, but you know better not to start singing and so on, so on. So you know I need to fix my voice, so you know what so you like me more. What you need is practice getting on key. Well, I've tried. I've taken some singing lessons and nobody could help me. Like, I mean, I can help you find an instructor, but that's about all I can do. And for the I've had instructors. <laughs> yes. Have you considered poetry rather than singing? Well, you know, poetry is a different kind of art and it's not easy to engage in. You know, I'm more of a show person. I'm pretty okay at poetry. Poetry is not, you know, the problem here. I mean, there is one other thing I could try. I don't think you'll like it. Oh, what might that be? I could try punching you in the throat and see if that helps. Uh, that doesn't sound like a professional fixing thing. That sounds just like violence. Look, like I said, I specialize in war and scholarship. So... Yeah, I think I some more say, saying that, you know, she'll never get a good singing voice and slowly start, you know, weeping and walking away. Well, you can't help everyone, unfortunately. Eventually, maybe in this scenario, uh, we'll have an inferno of wish granting charm. Then we'll see. Regardless. <laughs> 
Okay, um, Alison, something else you want to add here? You can continue to the sensor in the other tea house. Okay, um, so you guys get to another tea house that's a little bit more quiet, maybe a little bit uh, less, um, you know, out there and what have you, what have and. Yeah, more like, hey, you come here to contemplate and work and so on, rather than, you know, show off that, you know, they can afford some high tea and so on, so on. And yeah, in that uh, tea house, you see a roly-poly man with a long uh, hooked nose and what have you, just like being a jolly person, like chatting up some tea house uh, servers and what have you and yeah just enjoying himself having some tea waiting for you guys i'm just going to breathe a sigh of relief at the quieter tea house yep yeah uh, the person looks uh you know like he is a you know adult of indeterminate age, you know. Like he, you know, we have with Dragon Blood. Once they uh, stop being, you know, young adults, whatever, they just keep that age forever until they get really old. So yeah, he's in that you know middle age kind of uh, age uh, bracket. He is like well dressed. Uh, seems to be of like higher. Uh, standing position or what have you in society. Yeah. How do you guys approach? Rock is going to defer to the local or more local than him people and follow their lead. The creation people. Skybox. Uh, I mean, I guess I will approach. What you think? <laughs> he waves back. Okay. Oh, welcome, welcome. Come, sit. What will we get you? Tea. Sorry, I've had a little bit of a headache on the way here. Yeah, I mean, we just had the storms. It's you know bound to make anyone uneasy. The whole pounding, shorter than it usually is. I wonder why. Yeah, the storm shouldn't be bothering you anymore. No, I don't know who has been spreading rumors that we can grant wishes, uh, for things, but. That was a very awkward encounter, to say the least. I mean, uh, rumors say that some of the more exotic exots could, you know, do real miracles. Like, you know, hear about the solas that can teach, you know, know, the trees to sing, or the lunars that can, you know, craft some flesh or what have you change people so we'll be beyond 
you know, the stories that you know, you know, someone says singing voice or what have you. Anyway. Doesn't sound like that's why you're here for. So, what could I do for you? We need information. Any information you might have dug up on any affairs within the government that might have caused the altar to uh, act out, shall we say? Yes, the altar. I mean, you did mention that it should be bothering us anymore. What did you mean by that? We managed to turn to uh, suppress the punishment part of things for the moment. Oh, and the governor approved of that? Hmm, interesting. Um, I don't know, but he didn't stop us, so. Ah, I see. I like your boxy. <laughs> uh, but yes, um, the altar was causing it all. People say that, you know, it's a corruption of the high people in the government, you know, that there's, you know, something going on here. I mean, there are so many needs. I mean, I've heard so many stories myself that, you know, it's a question of who to follow and, you know, getting to the bottom of the things, getting to the actual cause of what's going on. I mean, in my position, I shouldn't be pointing fingers early on because, you know, it's unbecoming of a royal censor to be, you know, making accusations before, you know, I'm ready to do my final report. If you found that, maybe you can corroborate. Well, we've heard varying accounts with nothing concrete is the problem. Well, what are the rumors you've heard? About the other people as well. Maybe Poyero. Oh, you, sir, you look like someone that can see and notice a lot of things. What have you found out? Sorry, did you say he was asking a question directly, yeah. Rock? Um, yeah. We have found that there is a lot of dissatisfaction with the distribution of resources in this region. We have also heard rumors of unlawful carnal acts, which I think would be a good name for a performance troupe of some sort. Um. Well, the, definitely a lot of people are dissatisfied with the, what the governor is doing with the taxes and and hmm, carnal acts. No, that's the first I'm hearing of something like that. Where did you hear about that? 
That was the reason the altar was acting out. So that's what you you found examining the altar itself. Fascinating. That's definitely strange. Well, that is what the young prince reported to us, and the altar confirmed it. Well, so we have some actual concrete information. That's lovely to hear for a change. Just like everybody in this town has some well, neighbor they hate, they say that, oh, they're covering with something, you know, bad, or they have, I know, they're cheating on their, I know, taxes and i know embezzling from the business and so on so a lot of people are just pointing fingers at each other but nothing's really been that concrete so that is really interesting well in turn what have you learned outside of those rumors surely you find some of them more credible than others <laughs> well there's definitely a lot of fingers pointing towards the governor and I myself, when examining uh, some of his documents, I think I managed to find some clue that might help us uh, point a finger at the right culprit in the end. But herein lies my problem. You know, I've been hawkishly watched as I examine those documents, so I cannot secure them without, uh, you know, by asking the governor or anyone else looking in the archives for the document, because I'm sure that the moment I ask about it, it will go, you know, go missing, they will hide, you know, what I have found. looks at you guys pointedly. So, you know, if you know, someone would happen to secure it for me, that would be, uh, you know, a perfect quid pro quo for me to share what I've, you know, found in my investigation. Rock will look at the other people. <laughs> Questioningly. Increasing um, irritation. That you didn't bring them with us. What do you say? Who are you asking? Yeah. Me or Revelry? Yeah, Revelry. Oh, I was just commenting that the at the increasingly frustrated uh, companion that we seemingly did not bring such documents with us, and yet perhaps had opportunity to do so. I mean, would that we had seen such documents, we would know whether or not such things were relevant to your investigation. Like, okay, uh, so the sensor like will explain exactly like which document he's after, and um, like uh, was it the rock that uh, examined the whole of library, right? The archives. 
tax receipts, yeah. yeah. Like budget documents, I think it was. Yeah, because um, it's in the archives, like one of you examined, but uh, the document that he was mentioning, at least by description, doesn't seem to be sticking out to you as anything memorable, at least, or maybe you can't. Okay, um, roll, whoever was in the archives, uh, roll intelligence bureaucracy to remembering uh, the document, maybe. Okay, I don't remember whether I, was, I don't remember whether I was in the archive specifically or not. I think I might have hit it up at some point. I think Burana was in the uh, office, and I think uh, Rock was in the archives, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, That's okay. right. No, look, uh, intelligence, bureaucracy, difficulty eight. All right, uh, two successes on six dice. Two successes. Um, okay, like you remember reading uh, that section and uh, not much uh, caught your attention there. There was uh, something about uh, the emergency taxes in that area that, uh, that was being done. But yeah, you, you don't remember the documents uh, specifically. You know, must have not stood out. But yeah, like yeah, you you uh, remember that you did notice that all the documents have been disturbed uh, not so long ago, which would corroborate the story of the censor that yeah, he examined uh, out of the archives uh, himself recently. So those two line up at least. So what you're saying is he examined the archives and he's looking for a document that was already either yeah. not there or one that I no, do not remember from when exactly. I examined. Uh, he examined the archives, but someone was standing over his shoulder. So he, was, he wasn't able to secure the proof that he needs to point to uh, something that he's trying to prove. And if he requests a document, he's pretty much sure that it'll go missing the moment he requests it. So he needs someone to go in and grab it. You remember, like, you've pretty much, like, looked over every document there as well. And uh, at least this one that he's mentioning by, like, reference code or where it's located at, you don't remember exactly what it was about. But, you know, it wasn't something that was standing out to you, like, oh, yes, this is, like, the smoking gun of this investigation. Okay. Um Rock will not do anything to give away that he snuck into archives and looked at them, possibly legally. But I mean, you know, the, he doesn't know that whether you had the, the, the opportunity to like go there legally to those archives and uh, examine those. You know, the governor could have let you examine them just like he let him examine it. So it would uh, be that suspicious. Yeah, I I would also like to point out that the governor gave us leave to do illegal things if we needed to for the investigation, so long as it wasn't murder. I mean, he'd probably not be happy uh, with you stealing his own documents and giving it to the censor that's probably out to get him. <laughs> but anyway, it's all about, you know, the letter of the law, right? 
Royal Censor, are you certain this document has not already gone missing? I mean, the last time I've said it was still there. And I mean, I didn't give an, an indication that this document by itself was any more important than any of the other documents. So I don't think that they have a reason to look for this specific document unless someone else you know, saw what I've seen there, I suppose. I mean... You know, those bureaucrats that are working for the government aren't as artful as, you know, us over here. I don't think that much to read between the lines here. Mm, Rock will shrug. I can certainly keep an eye out. I guess uh, he would try to uh, do a social influence on you, Rock, uh, based on this conversation that we just had. Like, just pull up all the tools. Because, um, yeah, he basically wants to task you with retrieving uh, this document in exchange for him giving you information that he has. Is that... Something you think that would uh, work for a social influence on the on you? Is this something that uh, Rock currently wants? I mean, my intimacies are knowledge. Catalog unknown phenomena is one of them. So, him. I don't know if this counts though. Uh, yeah. Pride still in intimacy, I guess. I mean, um, I don't think it violates any of mine outright. Yeah. Um, like for social influence, one thing is appealing to your intimacy. The other thing is uh, kind of giving you something you want. So, like, uh, do you want his information as it uh, kind of like a payment for? Or what he's doing, uh, for giving uh, the document for him. Would that be an acceptable influence for you? Do you think? I mean, he can try, definitely. Uh, but Rock is also of the opinion he can eventually find this information himself. So, basically, Rock is neutral on this. Okay. Um... Well, if you're fine with me rolling them, then I guess I'll uh, roll. Yep, go for it. Okay, uh, what do I have for bonuses? Okay, starts. 13 dice, because he uses his uh, excellency. Then mm, he has auspicious first meeting attitude, which lowers difficulty of social roles, so that. Your willpower is 8, so that drops it to 6. Uh, is he rolling against my total willpower or current willpower? Total willpower, as far as I remember. If total, my willpower is 9 now. I mean, uh, your permanent willpower, not your temporary willpower. Unless yeah. you've increased that, right? Yeah, I spent 4. Of the 4 XP we got last time, I spent 3 to up my willpower. Ah, okay. 
Yep. Okay, that explains it. Because, yeah, I was looking at your, you know, like, oh, there's eight on one thing, there's five plus three plus one in the other column. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah I was, I'm using the pluses to keep track of the different sources. So five is starting, three was from creation, and one from XP. Okay. So he rolled six success. Wow. Um, okay, so uh, unless you can cite a nature or intimacy to go against this, you will uh, be tasked with an ordeal of retrieving this uh, information. Now, remind me, can I spend willpower to resist it? Um, let's see. Ordeal. You can shut him uh, for the rest of the scene, but it costs two willpower. And let's see. Let me double check this. Yes, technically, yeah, you could spend two willpower to shut him off. Yeah. 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 I think that's all right. So if I can spend one willpower to shut this down, I will do so because I want to play with the fact that alchemicals gain limit when they do that first time in a scene. So I should spend one willpower and gain one limit. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's like the. Fair uh, breaking things with yeah, Exos uh, protagonists can uh, resist influence or whatever, but yeah, they gain limit for doing that, and yeah, that's definitely shutting down the short term for the long term. So yeah, he's trying to use his honeyed words of a you know master manipulator over here to get you to like agree to this, but yeah, he managed to resist this, not falling to his. Machinations. Access denied. <laughs> so, what else would you all like from this scene? How does Krim react to watching all this? Yeah. How are you? How's it going? Krim has thoughts that will be voiced when we are no longer in the presence of the people who are moving things along. Well, if you get to you guys need to do a quick, you know, break whatever, huddle somewhere else. And you're disgusting. So, you know, you can't excuse him for a second. Like, you know, when he goes to do his business elsewhere for a second, you, know, you can still quickly exchange things. If that's what you want, unless it's a large discussion you guys want to have. Up to you. Uh, if he is going to separate himself from us, uh, I think it's going to come down to 
Okay. Like, yeah. So he'll go to the outhouse to release himself. You guys have like a minute or two. Krim leans onto the table, looks at his comrades, and it... Do we think that the document he is looking for is something that uh, the merchant got her hands on before we were there? I am not certain. I do not recall it. Or, I've examined it, but it don't stand out. What what was it that the the general notes of the documents pointed at? Um, in that section, again, it was something to do with uh, the taxes the government was imposing extra. Probably something related to that. Okay, so the governor was pulling in the extra taxes. Anything else? No, I think that was all. That was the thought that was running around. Well, then the Sessop waddles his way back to the table. And yeah, if you guys want to discuss a few more, we can. If you want to go somewhere else, that's also an option. Although it is later you know, in the evening at the moment. What would you guys like to do? For me, there is nothing else in the scene that I'm interested in. I agree. I believe we are done with the royal censor and can probably retire to our chambers at the governor's mansion where we can access documents again. Well, if that's what you want, sure. You can go back to the governor's mansion and he will gladly host you. None the wiser. So yeah, you make your way back to the Banner District, you get to the uh, governor's mansion, that's like, yeah, rickety wooden structure again. And yeah, you are being hosted in the guest quarters and have you. What do you guys want to do next? The sun has fallen, so whoever recovers essence at sunset, go for it. Woo! I don't, but I have a manse with a heart with a socketed hearthstone, so I just get it anyway. <laughs> I just get one every fifteen minutes. It's great. Yeah, manses are awesome. <laughs> so it is evening slash night time. You're at the governor's palace. What do you guys do? Did you wish me to retrieve that document? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna sneak in. 
I'm just finishing up some XP spends at the moment. Uh, getting ready. Indeed. Okay. Um. Well, so whenever you guys are ready, dexterity and stealth to go by the guards, I guess difficult seven. So just to clarify, out of character, yeah. uh, did you guys, did we all want to sneak to back to the archives or did we want uh, Alpha to do it or what's the plan? <laughs> uses invisibility, just walk upon by. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so many just, options. At the moment, I'm just kind of seeing what I what I can buy to help with stealth at the moment. Oh, uh, would you like to pause a second look at this uh, in peace? Yeah, let's go ahead and take a break, because uh, I also have to go use the restroom. So. No problem. Okay, well, let's pause. And we're back. So, uh, what did y'all decide to do? I believe we decided that Rock will quickly sneak into the library and retrieve the document. Yes, uh, to use your optical route or whatever that's a charm called. Yep, spending amount to activate optical shroud. So, become invisible. This is the Governor's Palace, which is under the influence of the Altar, so you just spend another their essence as well. Got it. I guess I should have amended that instruction to the Altar as well, if I could have, but oh well. Uh, to bypass that, you need to um, which called, uh, attune yourself to that mounts, which I think is a longer process. Ah, uh, right. Yeah. Yep, so... I'll activate Optical Shroud, we'll click on Night Vision, which I don't need to spend note to do, and yep. just walk to the library. Yeah. You pretty much don't need to roll that, and you're here rolling stealth because you're way beyond whatever those people could detect. And um, as far as you had a good bureaucracy roll last time, so it's not a problem for you to go and find that documents you needed that the sensor gave you the location of. And yeah, you uh, uh, you find it, and it's a uh, one of the documents uh, document what was going on in a specific date uh, at a given, you know, around here, like, bureaucratically. So, Fantastic. Um, I would like to pick up the document and I would like to travel with it, still invisible, to a location that is somewhat secluded away from the influence of the altar, where I do not have to spend extra months. Sure. So you take it, you leave it, you leave the Dignar's uh, palace, and pretty much, like, yeah, soon after you uh, cross, cross the threshold out, you pretty much are fine. Okay. So you are in the Bank District, it's, uh, yeah, where the military is at, and yeah. I would like to find a secluded location. Yeah, not a problem. It's nighttime. Most people are you know, not really 
busting it all that much. So yeah, you find some, I know, some stable or somewhere in the corner. And yeah, no nobody around there. Excellent. I will take out my map making tools. Yeah. And I would like to make a copy of this document. As close to the original as I can possibly manage. Okay, so I think that'll be a Dexterity and crafts roll or a larceny? Is it larceny? That's larceny, yes. I would prefer crafts. Crafts. Um, sure. Um, yeah, I guess the document does have a seal on it and will have you. Sure, okay. Dexterity, crafts, and that'll be enough. Difficulty 8 to make it perfect. Okay. Copying like the seals and. So I would I will spend an essence for the excellency equivalent. And I would assume that this is fine work. Like Yes, it is pretty fine work if you make it the yeah, exact copy. In which case I will activate the Bracers of Universal Endeavor artifact as well. What does that do? It adds four dice. And produces well. It produces a set of tools and extra hands that to handle those tools to accomplish this, and adds four do- dice in, on all rolls involving fine manipulation. Yeah, you can get your extra hands on that. Yeah, you are manipulating your tools exactly to make very precise copy of the seal that was put and so on. So yeah, right. And you said difficulty is eight. Yep. Um, I think I'll spend a little power to lower that by one as well. And rolling. Uh, that is nine successes on 20 dice. Yeah, you make a you know pretty much perfect copy of this uh, document. Fantastic. I will go back, put it back in the archive, exactly where I found it. Yep. And leave with the copy that I have. Yeah. You have acquired the copy of it. You've put the original back where it belongs. Everything's fine. Okay. What do you do next? Go back to the group. So, in your rooms, the alchemical declogs suddenly. You didn't even see him coming in. I have made a copy. I put it down. Hmm. Excellent. So, what do you guys want to do next? I don't know about others. Rock wants to go to bed at this point. That sounds about right. (laughs) Okay, then. Well, 
you can sleep the night however you want and yeah morning sun rises everybody that refreshes at sunrise go get your essence so with this new day what do you all want to do you want to go to governors of cashing in your you know bounty something something for fixing the problem or I think we want to investigate the archer captain first, right? That's the one who... Yes, uh, Captain Noyan Tomor. He is available. Okay. I suggest we investigate the other individual who was referred to us as a potential source. If that's where you want to go, sure. Uh, he is uh, also in the Banner District. And yeah, he is uh, currently like in the stables. Uh, you know, like next to the stables, there's like some barracks for his people. Uh, yeah. So you can get it easy. It's just like a minute to walk from the governor's. Uh, Powers. And yeah, um, it is like a, kind of a more rowdy barracks and what have you. You see that there are a lot of like uh, animal furs everywhere, you know, things are just like sturdy, simple, and what have you. It's like a general uh, you know, hall or what have you for eating, sitting, you know, preparing food, I don't know, resting up, waiting for, you know, something to go on, so on, so on. So, like, there's a lot of, like, back and forth of people coming in and out. Yeah, you see uh, Noyan's people in general, they are distinctly not um, from this uh, area. They are more, um, like, uh, Ethnically comparable to Mongols rather than uh, to the Chinese people that uh, the local Dulumbai people are. So, yeah. Um, yeah, you see uh, the guys uh, over there. He's like a more sturdy built, uh, more, you know, uh, fur armor, and what have you. You know, pretty well kept. You know, he's. Uh, yeah, also a you know, man in his prime, what have you. And yeah, he's currently like drinking with his people. So, how do you want to approach him? Rock will again defer to people from creation. Krim will take this one. Hey, Krim. Take it away. Coming in behind the others, looking around. Nods. Steps past the others to come to the front of the line. 
and remind me he's a captain, correct? Yep. Perfect. Captain Leontomer. Good morning, Captain. What you be? Well, I believe you've been informed of our presence here and that we are the governor's agents in a certain investigation. Oh, those investigators. Yeah, I heard about you. Oh, nice to meet you. Yeah, please sit. Would you like some mare's milk? Well, fermented mare's milk? Pleasure. Pleasure. Thank you. Takes yep. a seat. Takes the yep. horrible smelling concoction. Well, he, you know, also he offers you some regular drinks here, whether it's like, you know, some sort of rice beer or something like that. Yeah. He's definitely, you know, taking that homely drink for him. Oh, no, no. He'll criminal drink what the captain drinks. You know, he definitely, you know, cheers to you and, you know, gives you respect for even, you know, attempt this. So, yeah. So, what can I do for you? Well, let's start with the the simplest part of this. Um, What do you know? Uh, About the storms? Well, I'm not really much of an investigative type. I'm more of a, you know, protect the city type of person. So, well, I know this started about a year ago. I got in the wars three months back, and that's all that's I've you know been privy to pretty much. Some other city officials are doing more thorough investigation of this, so Yeah, yeah. We've we've met with all the, the bureaucrats and we've met with all of the the locals. Uh, dismissive wave sloshes a bit of his cup. Now yeah. it started a year ago and it's recently gotten worse. Did anyone particularly important arrive during those times? Um, no, I don't think anyone of note really arrived during these times. I mean, the governor's been around for like two, three years. The censors arrived, I think, was it two months back? So, nobody that I no off of note like has you know aligned their arrival with you know any of those important dates okay okay so no no one just point the finger at and go from there <sighs> if it was that easy we'd already have beaten the information out of them well, I mean, you can only beat so many important people before they stop answering your questions and you run out of them. I mean, if it was up to me, we'd be beating up more important people than we are you know, currently beating up. But it's neither here and there. You know, I don't think the governor would approve of those tactics. Well, I'm sure that's why you're where you are and why we are here. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's doing, you know, what they're best at. Well, hmm. 
so we've spoken with the bureaucrats. We've sat down with them. We've drank their tea, drank their wine, and they all want something. But only some of them actually want this fixed, for lack of any better word. And, well, we, we fixed it. So there is that as far as they're really going to care that the issue is resolved. But, well, the actual problem isn't fixed. Only the way to notice it is fixed. Hmm. I'm glad that you fixed it. Oh, I'm, everyone's glad. You seem like the type of people that like to solve problems, then. Oh, yes, we're quite adept at the problem-solving portion of matters. It's just always those curiosities where we haven't quite found found the thing that is kicked over the anthill, as it were. That's the root of the issues. I mean, in, in fairness, when did all of you arrive? Oh, I mean, we've arrived soon after the governor. He pretty much hired us from, um, you know, the Tobon Plains, which is like another one of those hundred kingdoms that's pretty close by here. Like he needed more people to be uh, being active scouts into Raktine, Raktia, and you know he you know hired us to be his like standing horse army kind of. Hmm. So yeah, we arrived soon after the governor, and we've been you know sitting here helping out the local guards, uh, patrolling more of the outside of the city. You know, going to the border, skirmishing the Rakhines a little bit more. Yeah, that's our involvement in this affair. Hmm. Okay. I mean, yeah. no new mischief. No, um, no new foreigners appearing. Well, there's you lot. Well, I mean, we got here and fixed the problem. I mean, you know, people come and go uh, every day. This is, you know, the border town, so you have some guild merchants coming in and out of it. You have, you know, people passing by, people I know wanting to start a new life and thinking that, you know, working the iron mines or iron something will be you know, a good place to start. So, we have a, you know, regular turn of people, you know. Okay. Well, I, I guess the, the next small thing I'm most curious about before I, I, I get to that, don't, don't worry, I'm still thinking about that. Um, Do as guards, do you all track the comings and goings? Do you issue passes? I mean, um, 
the governor's uh, actual uh, guards uh, take more stock of uh, like the bigger things that are coming on, like I know the tax shipment leaving. You know, have you? They have the whole bureaucrats to count all the merchants coming in and out and so on. We're more of a you know scout around, make sure there's no trouble brewing, make sure that the roads don't have any bandits on them and so on. Mm. Go fight some monsters, things like that. Any particular troublesome groups that have emerged in the time that may be causing the troubles? There's always something new coming out of Raktia. There's always something weird going on around the borders. I mean, you know, they're fair folks, so you didn't know what to expect from them. So, I mean, there are some bandits probably on their side of the border because we try to keep our side clean. So, you know, there's probably, you know, if you want to see whether there's anything brewing on the horizon, you know, you would have to ride out from here up north towards Raktia. And, you know, you probably would find some troubles after you'd cross, you know, our border. Mm -hmm. I mean, me and my boys were, you know, wanting to have a nice raid into uh, that territory ourselves. I mean, you know, to clear some bandits, make sure that, you know, they're not trying to sneak in or organize something, you know, on our side of the border to make sure that, you know, the forests uh, get you know, pilfered or, you know, the peasants are safe on their farms and so on. But, you know, the governor's currently has too much on his head to pay for the equipment we need, the supplies, and so on. So, yeah, we could use some help with that. Okay. Well, it sounds like that may be something we could possibly assist with. Looking so, to the others. Yeah, so... Uh, how I would see this, you know, you know, well, sometimes I, you know, want to get some action. And, you know, we can have their handle bandits just fine, but you know, there are other things out there. So, if you all could go scouts, you know, beyond the border, see whether there are any band caps around, and possibly leave them to us to take care of, but you know, clear out all the, you know, monster face, hobgoblins, things like that. Then, you know, we'd really appreciate it. Probably if, you know, you say that it's safe for us to go on raid, then I could convince the governor to let us do that, you know, once all the nasties are cleared. Well, then. I think we can make that work. So, is there anything I could do for you if you, you know, help us? I mean, I don't have that much money, you know. I'm just thinking on the military wage here, but... Hmm. Is there anything 
that you could do for us. I mean, you know, if you need some muscle to have you. Yeah, let's let's call it a favor. Yeah, let's let's call it a favor favor. and we'll, we'll discuss it after. Later, even. We'll see how it goes. We'll we'll see how much you enjoy your current employment, and we'll go from there. It's pretty easy, so I'm not complaining. But hey, if you have someone that's paying more, then you know I'm always open to you know hearing opportunities for promotion. I I think we'll keep that in mind. But, well, if you could tell us where we need to head, we'll head yeah. out. Get the so, take care yeah. of. He takes out some kind of like worn uh, out some sort of sheepskin or whatever, and like, you know, explains to you, like, okay, you know, you go from here, you go north, there's like a forest uh, on the you know, borders, and then, yeah, you go from there, scout towards north and see what you can find. Yeah, he. Give, much gives you the lay of the land of like you know where he'd expect you know something interesting to take place maybe all right well uh we will likely see you tomorrow and sure. uh, uh, doing some horses or what have you oh pauses momentarily confused and looks at the others. Did, did you, either of you want horses? I do not know how to ride. I mean, yeah. We Fine. do have some pretty tame horses that could, you know, as long as you can keep in the saddle, they should, you know, not kick you out. If you give us horses, I cannot promise their safety. Well, yeah, I guess we could spare three horses, even if something bad happens. I mean, it's better than us losing 20 horses and 20 horse riders. And Mm -hmm. you lot seem to be capable enough that you know, you probably should be able to keep them safe. Yeah, no, 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 no. I wasn't talking about safety. We can guarantee their safety from the enemies. Um, but if I'm in combat, um, things happen. Lightning around me tends to start going off, so I can't guarantee their safety from that. You're one of the dragon touched. Yeah, 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 I understand that. I mean, I, I too am of the dragon's blood and what have you. So, well, I mean, you know, we could jump off the horse before things get bad. Eh, give them horses. I'll go on foot. It would impede my ability to be stealthy anyway. I guess, With respect, yeah. I have other means of conveyance. 
I guess he looks over at Crib. Would you like a horse? I mean, I will always take a horse. Okay, so that looks like one horse then. Okay. Yeah, he'll like snap at his people to prep you a horse and yeah. And yeah, like the kind of road he um, laid out for you that would be like three days of exploring the place and whatever. Like, if you want to do the full sweep, so he gives you all the provisions you need for you know, all of you. I guess you could always have a black horse or something like that. Yeah, that should be fine. Yep. Okay, so do you guys just want to go out and start scouting, or what would you guys like to do? Uh, question. Uh, the map, the tattered yep. sheepskin map he yep. brought out, with me being a cartographer who's been mapping this area, have I already mapped the area he uh, pointed or no? I'm fine with either way. Just if you want to flip a coin, that's totally fine. I mean, uh, it's like uh, how much would you be going to uh, probably dangerous territory where there might be fair folk around? Uh, my character f- maps by flying overhead. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you, aerial surveillance. <laughs> I mean, you probably wanted to uh, get a little bit done before you even came here know what's going on so yeah i can say that yeah you have uh, had this uh, information beforehand like maybe you didn't see the all the like roads to the forest because that's maybe like a little bit overcast with the uh, trees on have you but yeah you have most of this information already yeah that's what i was getting at i will take out my map and i will update it with his information yeah yeah sure you can quickly copy this you get some like more play Name, so what have you, like, you know, what's what called, and so on. So, yeah, you definitely get some fresh information. But yeah, nothing that, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, between the two of you, it's uh, a better map than you either of you had before. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. What next? Um, I mean, I'm assuming we're going to do the thing he asked us to do. Sorry, I've been kind of busy. I've been distracted looking at charm spends. Um, <laughs> sorry about that. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I just didn't want to get railroad you got instantly onto this path. So like, oh, in case you want to do something else or in case something changed. Yeah, um, sure. If you guys uh, want, I guess we take a quick break. I'll prep uh, the encounters and we can go from there. Sounds like fun. Okay. Okay. And we're back. So, uh, and take me to explain like, why were we doing this as out of character and so on, just to clarify this, right? Yep. We want to play test some combat with martial arts. Also, yes. um, I feel like Suzume is getting irritated to the point where she's looking to a fight, looking for a fight. Like, yeah, Suzume is a combat character, and there isn't much combat stuff in the show. 
like yeah, there are maybe two encounters uh, or three or whatever but yeah he didn't trigger any of them so you didn't pick the combat option okay so uh you guys uh, leave Vijao, okay, leave this uh, large uh, stone walls, uh, as far as it was 30 feet high, something like that. Um, and yeah, you head out uh, to the northern direction, out into the countryside. Yeah, like you pass a good number of uh, farms on your way out. You can see that uh, there's like a a mining uh, town a little bit further out by the um, mountains uh, to the uh, west, as far as I remember, of Ishtal. And yeah, you, I guess, head out roughly on the path uh, Noyan uh, has uh, provided you for what he thinks uh, some adventure will be. Yeah. Um, takes a little bit. You, like, spend your, like, first... Um, part of the day, just, you know, on some rolling hills, passing by small villages, hamlets, and things like that, not much going on there. And eventually, uh, you guys uh, see, yeah, there's some camp that's like more makeshift, more temporary, it seems more like uh, tents and what have you than an actual village and so on. And yeah, it's no, not on your map and does seem more like, uh, you know, bandity folks, especially uh, Rock with his uh, high um, visibility visor thing. You can see that yeah, they're definitely not the sort of people that you see around here. They're definitely some kind of, you know, outsiders that yeah, are up to no good. So, what do you guys do? All right. If I see this, I will kick on amplification like binoculars and get a good read of the camp and relay to the group everything that I see. Numbers, how they're positioned, everything. Perception awareness, difficulty seven, let's say. All right. Uh, I'll activate the one that... Fix it so that my difficulty goes down by three. Just because why wouldn't I, since it's free? And let's see. Peter, while he's doing that, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and spend, I'm going to go ahead and spend a moat to activate Wave Breaking Palm. What does that do? And for the rest of the scene, it increases my parry pipe plus two. Awesome. Uh, if this raises, if this would increase her defense past nine, then any attack she attempts to parry suffers a minus two penalty to its roll. Sounds good. That would be six successes on ten dice. Okay. Six successes. So, uh, you quickly start counting the numbers, and it uh, what you see in all those is like a size three uh, groups of bandits around there, and yeah, they seem to be uh, yeah not uh, the random people of uh, the 
mm, the Lumbahai, there seem to be uh, more northerners, seem to be from a different like uh, ethnic group, whatever. And they also uh, all seem to be having a similar symbol, which is um, they all tattoo to a mark of a broken shackle. But you I don't think you've encountered that before in your travels. Uh, so they all seem to be sort of branded in that way. So yeah, anything else you'd like to know? Yeah, actually, uh, how much vegetation is there around the camp, like bushes and stuff like that? Uh, well, yeah, you, you do see some uh, bushes around. This is a little bit of a uh, less kept side, like in and a small valley between the hills and what have you there. They're most like hoping not to get noticed. Like, oh, there's a couple lone trees around. Um, yeah, it's mostly a, a plains thing. So it's not uh, like that overgrown, but you still have some wilderness in here and what have you. Okay, so I'll have to use very sparse vegetation to hide. Excellent. Great. It'd probably be like a stealth roll to try to, you know, ambush them, definitely. Yeah, they all seem to be like armed with like some basic, uh, you know, knives, swords, or what have you, maybe some bows somewhere else in them as well. I mean, I'm going to wait a few minutes for the moat I spent to regen and then start to uh, make my way down stealthily. Okay. Roll me dexterity and stealth versus uh, difficulty seven. All right. Ooh, All right. What is everybody else doing? Dex stealth, you said? Yep. Well, it's cast at least, so I'm not uh, as worried. Not like in that diff seven, though. Willpower. Willpower. True. Yeah, I'll spend a willpower. What does that do again? <laughs> Lowest difficulty by one. <sighs> See, that just that feels so lackluster for what a willpower point should do since it's so limited. Yeah, but on the other hand, willpower guaranteeing you success on any role in the previous editions. Like, uh, yeah, I get that. I think so much. I get that, but you would think it would re- re- at least reduce the difficulty by two instead of just one. Yep. It does reduce difficulty by two for me when my anima is flaring, I believe. That, how is the fuck is that a failure? That's... <laughs> what the hell? That's... Only a fail, that's a botch. Cause you did it all. No, nope, it's a cast. It's cast. Cast is immune to uh, one subtracting, but it's not immune to the botch effect. Uh, the one thing I want my character to be good at, I can't be good at because dice. Fuck me. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few minutes. I'm very frustrated. Uh, exalted. Okay, um, so meanwhile, what's everybody else doing? Uh, Rock is going to follow her lead. Okay, so, so you follow by your leader. Okay. 
Krim going is- with their self. Uh, how about Krim? Ah, <clears throat> uh, Krim was planning a cavalry charge, which is going to be really spectacular, depending on how this botch goes. Cavalry charge with one horse. Oh no, with one tyrant lizard. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so let's talk about where where doth your tyrant lizard come from? Uh, probably a dia- from a diagonal direction. <laughs> no, but like, where did you get this tyrant lizard? What's going on here? Explain oh. yourself. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh so Crim's feral heart is the tyrant lizard. Hmm. So you'll be the Terran lizard, or do you like uh, animate as a separate being that you're riding oh. on? What, what's going on? Oh, no, I'm not going to. Although I think I do have the thing that lets me spit out another shape. Uh, I am, in fact, going to shift into my feral heart as a lunar, being a full moon, and being amongst the most powerful of predators, uh, is, in fact, the greatest predator. Uh, without being weird or supernatural. Uh, so, yeah, Krim is going to release the apex predator that he is and charge into this camp and make a mess of it, which would make an excellent distraction for the others, but was going to wait until they engaged <laughs> and then be the terror that comes from the side. Okay. Um, so, yeah. As we've established, the stealth didn't go that well. So uh, yeah, here's the problem, Peter. My combat, my martial art relies on stealth. Okay. So yeah, I'm I'm not going to be able to do combat effectively now. Great, excellent. Okay, uh, maybe let's pause for a second and let's look at this. Okay, and we're back. It's uh, been a few weeks, so we took a small break, but we're back. And we looked at the roll again, and because Alpha had the bonus difficulty based on the terrain, then that'll turn the botch into a success, which means, uh, yeah, if you are in stealth, you're on the bandits, they're uh, having their camp out, and yeah, what do you do, Alpha? For a moment. I'm gonna I'm gonna bide my time, see what the other two are doing. Okay. How would you guys want to approach? Yeah, look you have the added camp, which will be one area around it. You have some like small makeshift fortification it will be like difficult terrain. And and then you have yourself uh, you know passed out so as a third zone, I guess. What do you guys want to do? As I recall, uh, Revelry's character was going to charge. Oh, yes. Okay. Which I guess I will start the party in that case. Okay, you're charging as your uh, talent lizard form, right? Yes, going to spend the moat for the 
uh, reflexive for the not having a roll shift, and then just barrel down into it through fortifications if I can. Uh, double, let me double check. It was difficult terrain too. I think it's minus three to your action, was it? If you move through it. Complex movement. Minus three, I can't leave there. It takes during that round. Okay. Can you move uh, two zones? Hmm. Okay. So I'm hiding. Someone is charging. Yeah. I'm assuming our lunar. Yeah. Krim, your lunar is charging. Just looking up whether he can move two zones at the same time or whether it will be a problem. All so, right. I'm assuming it's going to go to initiative then. Um, well, you guys started the uh, combat, so you guys have the initiative. So pick whoever wants to go first and so on and so on. It's up to you guys. Still using the first version of the combat engine, which will be overhauled soon. So, yeah. You guys get to go first completely, and then the bullets go. Alrighty. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and get my combat stuff set up. Yeah. Um, yes, what do you do? So... If it's all the same to you guys, I think I'll go first. Mostly because uh, this actually really helps. Because going first actually really helps me. Mm -hmm. Like, even more than stealth does. Okay. Um, So, I think it's cloud dragon form. Air dragon form. Yes. I am going to... First, I am going to just. Sorry, I'm. Yeah. Like, um, if you have the other brace, you can zoom it reflexively. Yeah. Otherwise, I spend. I'm gonna, I'm gonna spend my free moat, my mm-hmm. my aspect moat on uh, shrouding the body and mind. Okay. It's reflexive. For the next one plus essence rating rounds, the martial arts may cut ahead without spending willpower. More importantly. Anyone who attacks her after she's already taken her turn treats her as invisible. Awesome. Yeah. Activate that. Um, I think you need to roll for the entering the form, right? Uh, not yet, because that's just the that's the one dot charm. Okay. Yep. Uh, now I'm launching an attack. You and have then- a range attack. Yeah, I'm using my infinite chakram. Perfect. Um, and what that is going to do is I... Well, first I need to roll for my uh, stance, my air dragon stance, which is actually really cool because one of the artifacts I have takes away the moat cost. 
Yep. Cutter bracers, probably. Uh, yeah, we modified it for armor for to the for, to armor for the one shot, but yeah. Yeah, sounds um, good. So I'm going to do that. So it's Dex Martial Arts. I have four Dex, five Martial Arts. We're going to be rolling a whole ton of dice. We activate your excellency for the martial arts because, hey, you'll be probably attacking with it, right? Yeah. Or... I will go ahead and spend one, one moat on that. Um, so that's going to be my excellency. So I add my ability rating. Oh, gods. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. This is just... This is a lot of dice. Well, not as bad as the third edition, where I've heard someone rolling a jar to the roll of a hundred dice. But that is that is um, that is six successes. Awesome! You entered that form flawlessly. Yeah. So now I'm going to be taking a martial arts attack. Um, using my Using my infinite chakram, so that's dexterity martial arts again. Yep. Their defense is six. Yeah, okay. That is that is seven. Um Okay. Roll for damage, right? Does this still roll for damage? I forget exactly how that works in the system. Uh, let's see. Damage, damage, damage. Mm-hmm. Damage value plus successes, uh, the threshold successes, roll against difficulty of six. So the damage of the infinite chakra plus six. And a soak, the soak of one. Okay, then. I believe an infinite chakra is seven lethal. So that's going to be 13. Roll it. Um, and actually, I can reflexively spend another moat to activate um, what, what you might call it. The the dragon strike thing. Dragon Grace Assault. There we go. So I believe that does more damage if I am not mistaken. I forget what it does for air. Well, quickly read it and your essence too. That means you'll be flaring your animal as far as I remember. Yeah. Okay. Um... But these these guys are, uh, you know, yeah, they they are going. The so yeah, I'm tr- I'm just trying to remember. I'm looking up real quick what exactly that does for air. I think it's plus three damage and knocks them prone. But I'm yeah. 
not 100% plus three to, sure of that. Uh, yeah, plus three damage, and if they suffer any damage of a soccer, uh, knocked prone. Okay, yeah, so it's going to be 16 dice. Boop. That is seven, and they can only soak one. I think. Let's see. You rolled seven successes, so yeah, they soak one, so they did six damage. Uh, lethal, I believe, right? Six. Yep. That's about half of their health pool. Okay. So yeah, you launch your infinite chakram at them, bounces through many of them, comes back to your hand, and yeah, because you used your uh, that wonder, you appear to be invisible to their attacks, and so on and so on, as far as I remember. Okay. So, I think that's your turn, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Make sure to note how much essence you spend, and so on and so on. So, what does everybody else do? Still waiting for the lunar to charge. So, the, yes. Unfortunately, there's not going to be much attacking at the end of this since it's difficult terrain and will not allow me to do anything other than my swift stride, which lowers the difficulty of all chase or foot race rolls by minus two. But once per scene, the character may pay a point of willpower to move two zones on her turn, but doing so isn't reflexive and uses up both her turn and movement opportunities for the round. Yeah, so yeah, you can charge from where you are through the difficult terrain to their camp and yeah, be, be amidst them this turn. Sounds good. Is that what you want to do? Yeah, going to burn that willpower point, charge on down the hill, maybe take out some fortifications on the way, and uh, make a mess of things. Yeah, you definitely barreled through. So, what does our alchemical do? Um, <clears throat> so, just to clarify, these look like normal people, right? They're not mutants, yes. they're not goblins, there's nothing... Yeah, they are regular human bandits. Okay, I want to try to do something. Um, going to level repeating crossbow, and I'm going to try to shoot through their pant legs to try to nail them to the ground. Basically, I'm trying to subdue them rather than damage them. Non-lethally, okay. Um... Is there something I did that in this system? Probably. Yeah. But, you know, you're still with a size 3 group, so you have to get rid of this size 3 group, then the size 2, then the size 1. And actually, hold they on. Scared. They might have actually taken more damage. Uh, Air Dragon form does something since it was an attack made from stealth. Sorry to interrupt. I just okay. read this and realized that. What uh, was that, though? Uh, basically, the damage rolls, so yeah, they would have taken 8 damage instead of 7, because 1s do not subtract. Okay. For so take an extra damage. Sure thing. Noted. Okay. Um, so yeah, uh, Rock, you want to knock them out of your bolts. Okay. Um, I guess roll 
your attack. And what have you. And yeah, some of them will be non-lethally pinned to the ground. Alright. So I will stay as out of the way so I don't get a penalty. And... Defense is six, right? Defense is six. One success. <laughs> no, that's One not good. So roll your damage. All right, the crossbow is six lethal. I don't think one success adds. So. Nope. You only do threshold. You said difficulty six? Yes. Two successes. Two successes? Mm -hmm. So they suck one of that, so that's one lethal. Okay. So yeah, now it's the bandit's turn. Uh, what will I do? Uh, Burano is kind of hard to spot by them. You can see that the rocks over there are actually dead. But well, there's a giant hacking T-Rex right in their camp. So I think they'll just focus on that thing right here. Uh, let's see. Um, what is their attack? Let me find my notes. Too many notes, too much afterward. Uh, cheek, 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 cheek. Heck is that? Too many things. Bandits, there we go. Their expertise is five plus three on the side, so that's eight dice to attack. Uh, okay, we are attacking uh, Krim. What is your defense score, Krim? Uh, defense is going to be a parry of seven. Parry of seven. Eight dice roll. They're all two successes, which means they just deal the basic damage, as far as I remember, which... For them, it is two lethal, so take two lethal damage from them. Alright. How does the soak roll work from the player side? I think you just roll your stamina plus armor plus whatever magic thing you have, and that is your soak. Alrighty. All right. What's the default difficulty? Or what is the difficulty hoping for them? Six. There we are. All beautifully listed on this sheet that I was not paying attention to. All right. And soak of two. You soak all of it, because you can soak all of it. Pickle skin. Okay. So that will be them. Okay, uh, your guys' turn. All right, so I think I'm going first again. Hi. Yay sure. for trying to let me cut ahead. 
Um, so I'm going to spend uh, another moat. Yep. Um, to activate yet another of my martial arts charms, and that is cloud treading method. What does that do? Reflexively spend one moat for the next martial arts rating rounds. The exalt enjoys flawless balance along with a minus two difficulty reduction to all rolls to jump gaps, pursuit, or escape. She can move. She can move even if attacked before her turn. And each round may either move two zones when she does so, or increase the base damage of all air dragon attacks by plus three. Awesome. So that means, as long as I don't move, I'm going to have, for the next couple of rounds, plus six to my attack's base damage. Oh boy. Um, Of seven, so that's going to be already 13 base dice of damage, and uh, we can keep going. Um, Yeah, so I am going to roll my martial arts pool again. um, Against these bandits. Yeah. Oh, these poor bastards. (laughs) Yeah, they are your oyster. Uh, so I filled my excellency up, so that's going to be yep. 14 dice. Um, uh, oh, you poor things. Yep. All right. Diff six. That is, that is four. <laughs> well, so actually, five. no, it's four because martial arts is only favored for me. Yeah, that's, so that's, it's fine. Three uh, damage. I still have uh, sixteen dice. I still have sixteen dice of damage because it's that bullshit. Awesome. And they were and they were knocked prone last round. Oh yeah, I guess I should have stayed. Gotten out. Sorry about that. My mistake. And uh, ten successes on damage. Okay, so take nine, two, three, four, five. But since I think their health box filled up, that means it clears. They go down the size. Size where size size is here, and I think I need to roll a route check. Um, what are they even? They're. Resolve is five. The drill is six. Ah, what does drill six mean? Because there's a conversion between the drill and the drill six. What uh, is issued? Where is that drill check? Uh, look at this up in the file. Route checks. Outline below. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Um, default, default difficulty six. Uh, there's not allied group. No leaders. Free route check. Because area of effect attack. Uh, no, this is the whole thing about the fight. This is just Burano being awesome. So basic roll six dice, difficulty six. Yes, three success. They managed to hold firm. 
Okay. So despite just the devastating infinite chakram attack, they managed to hold firm and they think they still have what it takes to take down a Velociraptor, T-Rex, something, something, plus whatever else is causing them this damage. Okay, then. What, what else size is that? Size yeah, are they now? size two. Okay. Size two, knocked prone. Okay. So, what else would you guys like to do now? Would they like to do something? Someone else? Yeah, I mean, that was my turn, so it's up to someone else now. I believe our leader. All right, let's uh, actually cause some mayhem now that I'm where we need to be. Yep. All right, going to uh, hop up, sweep down, and try to take out as many of them as I can with my tail. Okay, do a tail attack. The defense is six. All right. There is it. There it is. All right. Looking like three successes. Three successes. Okay. So roll also base damage. All right, and where are we here? There we are. Eight damage. And that successes to base damage. Eight to eleven. Ah, the slowest part of combat. Yeah, and then damage is diff six by default. Yep. Perfect. All that right, and that'll go ahead and be seven successes. So they suck. One of those two, three, four, five, six. Is it lethal or is it bashing? Uh, I have no problem with it being bashing. As it was yeah. a tail attack and not me just chowing down. Yeah, unless your so, tail has some kind of spikes on uh, it. No. Was it Trogamizer? No, just some, uh, just some feathers and uh, some colorful ornamentation. Okay, so six bashing. You knock out a whole bunch of them. That's like half of their remaining health pool. Okay, so that was Krim. What does our rock do? Uh, rock will do the same thing he did last time. Uh, also look around to make sure that start of combat didn't like stir anything else up in the area. But other than that, we'll just sure. try to nail them to the floor again. Do it. Roll your basic attack. Okay, that's four successes. Okay. 
So does that add that's add, adds three to the damage yep. roll? Yep. Okay. Three threshold. And four success again on the damage roll. Is that a default, right? Um, sure, although yep. I'm trying to still be non-lethal. Okay, they have three health remaining ah. in this size. Okay then, um, well, the bandits will get up, which means this is a complex movement for them, now that I remember it, so which means they suffer minus three to their action, so they'll still attack Krim. Their base attack is pretty easy, five plus two for the size, that's seven, minus three, so that's four. Four versus, uh, was it seven, was it? Yes, it was. Okay. Roll. They rolled zero successes, so they whiff. Well, those are the bandits for you. Okay. You guys, what would you like to do? Okay, well, I still have two rounds left of Dragon Grace Assault because I have an evocation that keeps it active for an extra round. And you still have this round of your Martial Arts Excellency, right? Yes. That's plus one. Perfect. I do. And I still have this round of Shrouding the Body and Mind. Would you like to finish them in this size at least? Or would you like someone else to go first to knock them down a size and then you can finish up the size one group? They only have three health left. You know, I will let someone else go before me this time. <laughs> so, Rock or Krim, who would like to go first? Well, I certainly have no qualms with going first and going ahead and barreling through a bunch of them. Just, Do just it. all headbutt. Do it. All right, there we are with three successes. Awesome. Damage plus two. And we'll go ahead and do another four damage. They suck one of that, so that's exactly three to knock them out, which means they go down a size. To size one, 11 health points. Okay. So yeah, good chunk of them get knocked out and so on. So you have a good base of people that have survived unless you want to could attack them later and so on and so on. Uh, Urano, Resolver, which one would you like to go next? I'll, I'll even go last of us this round because... Okay. Rock. Sure, that works. Uh, I'm just going to repeat that. Do it. Okay. Three successes on nine dice. Damage. Yeah. 
Two successes. Nine dice. One damage. Okay. Burano, can you pull off ten damage to end this fight right now? Possibly. Um, so, quick question. Is their defense still six? Because they went down a size. Uh, let me double check with the defense procs of the size. I don't think so, but I might be wrong. Cheek, <sighs> cheek, cheek. I don't see any indication that the size affects defense. Otherwise, it'll be kind of hard to kill like uh, heavily armored size five groups. So yeah, that I think is, they're still on six. That is fine. That is fine. Okay. Um. I'm going to spend one moat on um, lightning attack, lightning strike prana. Attacks base damage is increased by a further plus three, and if it inflicts at least two levels of damage, the target is stunned by coursing electricity and must discard two successes from whatever action he takes on his next turn. Oh, boy. That'll be so... Uh, (laughs) this, yep. Knockdown and electrocuted and so on. Yep. So now my base damage is up to sixteen. <laughs> oh, don't mess with the dragon blooded. That is three successes on the attack. That's fine. That just means I get eighteen dice of damage. I was honestly kind of hoping that would have been better, but you know what? Whatever. It's fine. Yeah. You only need eight. Ten successes. Egg, that's how much you needed. Exactly. So you knock those bandits off. Just set your chakra flying, lightning strike with they, you know, on each hit. The remaining ones are dead. You know. Okay. So yeah, you clear this whole bandit camp. A lot of dead bodies here. Some are still dying because they got knocked out by the T-Rex and some of them were pinned down to the ground by rock. So it's up to you what you want to do with them. So, what will it be? What's their fate? I mean, I at least need to wait for my anima to die down before I go walking in there if we want to keep them alive, because... Uh, yeah. Intense. Yeah, the, that tree's leaves are gone. <laughs> I mean, with so many lighting sites, probably some think they're just catching on fire, so yeah, that tree is probably not very happy. Oh, well, it is what it is. Uh, well, Rock will just put away his weapon and go start regathering and repairing his ammunition. Maybe provide medical services for any of them that can still survive. Because he kind of wants to figure out what they're doing here. Well, sure, you can confuse them further by helping them now. Like, no problem. I can roll, I know, intent medicine. 
See how well you do. Uh, sure. And medicine. What's the difficulty? Uh, seven. Seven. Because they've been thoroughly, you know, into the chakramed. Yeah. Uh, Three successes on seven dice. Okay. Yeah. You managed to stabilize a number of them. Some of them missing limbs, some of them electrocuted with their fresh lighting scars and what have you. Okay. What do you want to do with them next? Well, for me, I go back to repairing my stuff. I assume that somebody who actually has social skills will want to interrogate them. <laughs> yeah. As you're uh, tending to them, you see that all of them have the same kind of uh, mark around the neck of a broken shackle tattoo. I'll be sure to point that out. Yeah. Yeah, I will go up there with my anima slowly dying down. Yeah. It's staying out of range, but just close enough to be intimidating as hell. Yeah, you could tower over them and, you know, shout at them as they're, you know, cowering, you know, at your mercy. Um... I'm just gonna say, so, would you care to tell us about that little tattoo on your necks? Oh, well, it's the mark of the Breaker of Chains, our mm, patron. I see. And where do you guys come from? Well, you know, most of us are always served from here and there, but we congregate around the village of Volcani. It's up north in the Rakten territory. Okay, I'm, I'm giving me us out of character. I, okay. I'm terrible at coming up with questions to ask these guys. Help me out here. <laughs> well, the, the dinosaur is going to be hurting them, but uh, I'll throw you a bone for an idea which is what are they doing in this area and why are they here for banditry and you know if we're wrong and we just attacked a bunch of escaped slaves then we're gonna have a very different conversation i mean yeah the They'll, you know, try to explain their plight to you guys. Oh, yes, they're, you know, from this village out there. Uh, you know, the terrain there is not great for growing crops. So they have to go around and do some banditry in order to, you know, make ends meet. So they're coming over here where, you know, we have proper farming and everything. And then trying to deal with the fair folk further up, deeper into the territory. Uh, as I described this village, um, having traveled to there, is this a village I'm aware of, or no? Um, let's see. You had uh, your maps. Did, did you have like some stuff, a uh, scout drone? Whoa. Or am I mistaking that for someone else? I did not have a scout drone. I okay. am a scout drone. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like uh, you like Probably went around through the various territories. This is probably a small village that, you know, just 
maybe you miss whatever because there are a lot of villages everywhere and you know you can be you know pressed to know each and every one of them so yeah this one i think you know escape your notice okay okay when will be traveling even because maybe because yeah um, they'll tell you that oh it's kind of new i think uh, as far as i know it's like it's been like six months ago so yeah Okay. Yeah, uh, they tell you their story of like, oh yeah, how they were like mistreated serfs under various uh, people here and there, and other breakout chains came to liberate them from the oppressive, uh, you know, nobility and landowners and what have you, and set them on a new path to, you know, Given their freedom. Who or what is this breaker of chains? He's a great person that's up the village. They're like from what your description, uh, as they're saying, it, it seems to be some kind of exalt. You know, they don't have any specific descriptions to make it uh, for you to uh, get what kind of Exalt it might be, but you know. Other than I'm assuming not a dragon blooded. You know, could be some kind of lost egg or something, but yeah. They say that, oh, yeah, he had some vision or whatever of some saint something, something. Like, yeah, they didn't get the whole message and. Yeah, probably not a dragon blooded, probably not born with it and whatever, probably something else. Some kind of dragon blood that went uh, native, whatever, and you know, decided to hey, let's have a cult myself or something like that. And going off the deep end. Is this village in our designated patrol area or no? I mean, uh, yeah, they're roughly the uh, suggested uh, scouting path uh, Noyan gave you would be crossing the, where, the, where you think the village might be. Look, these people clearly aren't what was making the thing act up, though. Indeed. These are mere mortals. I'm willing to leave the rest of you alive but don't come near the city again thank you for your mercy as they'll start packing their things if you let them and making their way back or you know somewhere slowly camping wherever I mean I'll take a look to see if, they ha- if there's anything odd about their belongings, but other than that, I'm not going to interfere. I mean, you know, pretty much banditry stuff. Like, the main thing that has, stands out again is the tattoo. Oh, no, okay, they have some, like, weapons they scavenge, something like, you know, farm equipment that they turn into weapons. Like, you know, you take uh, a scythe, you t- turn it around, so it's, like, pointing to, you know, the sharp end up and so on and so on, and that 
you know, they have some food they've scavenged and things like that, like some maybe a donkey or two. Nothing out of the ordinary, nothing thing, just regular run of the mill bandits. You know, maybe they stumble upon, you know, a couple of pieces of silver or something. And yeah. All right. Rock has no further interest in these people then. Yep. <laughs> He'll just update the map and his log of where he encountered them, and that'll be that. Yep. Suzume has also just... She's gotten her anger out of her system at this point. Yep. Funny enough, this uh, combat lasted almost as many turns as uh, another big combat we had with Faye, but that came down like a four turns, but it was a wreck because we had six combat characters like Murano, pretty much. And just enemies were getting deleted. <laughs> oh, look, it, it's some sort of ogre. You know, it was before two of us attacked. Okay. Um, so, yeah, uh, I guess we could wrap this recording here and come back right after for, uh, well, for us because it's been about three hours of recording, maybe two and a half. So I think that's a good length to wrap it here before we do the next part. Does that sound good? Sounds great. Yep, sounds good. Okay, I've been Peter. I've been Alpha Wolf playing Barani Suzume. Kilex playing Resolver of Outstanding Questions. And Revelry. Uh, this is by Nobody, signing off. Mm-hmm.